Hello and welcome to the Brand Intimacy Academy, a five-week brand strategy program aimed at helping you define, curate, and develop a brand story, message, and strategy that helps you reach your business goals. In this week, week two, we're going to be talking about your people or what you might have heard described as your ideal or dream client or customer. We're also going to be referencing the journaling that you did around your people in the brand intimacy journal. That's going to be a great place to start. But what I want to get into most of all in this training is to help you understand why Getting to know your people intimately is important for your business growth and also to help you go beyond the demographics and understand um, what they value, what experiences they want more of, and develop a richer understanding of who they are as humans. All right, for the call, you're welcome to bring your notes and journaling. And if you feel comfortable, you can share where you're at. I would love to support you in piecing all of these things together to create a foundation you feel really good about and one that supports your dreams for your business. So I'm going to get into a little bit of a new approach in understanding who these people are. But first, I want to tell you that a big part of creating your brand messaging, so how you communicate with your people, is understanding who you're talking to right? That makes so much sense, but it's really easy to overlook this piece of your brand puzzle and opt for quick demographic style answers. So if we were doing that, <laughs> um, you know, if you were doing me, it would look like millennial 33, one kid, university degree, business owner lives in Cape Town. That's really boring. It's factual. It's not intimate at all. We have no feelings or dreams or desires or frustrations. And it's just really basic. So how do you start getting intimate and work your way past these vague snippets and really, really get to know your people. First, I want to say that connection is really important to us. Whether we realize it or not, intimacy is probably quite important in our lives too, with family, a partner or partners, our children, and hopefully ourselves. These small intimate moments are what encourage acceptance, understanding, and vulnerability. And when our businesses are ourselves and when the people that we work with or create for in our business are the reason that our businesses grow or thrive, it just makes sense that we would value intimacy within that space too. And when we shift our perspective from clients or customers being a means to an end, you know, dollar signs or a stepping stone in meeting our financial goals, to being whole, full, and complex humans, we build better and more lasting connections. And importantly, we can get so much clarity around the result that we provide in our businesses and how that result is tied to those values, excitements, and experiences. So we spoke about what we touched on this last week, the big results of your business, and we'll discuss it a little bit more next week as we get into your brand messaging. Um, but it's really going to be um, focusing less on what you do and more on how you do it differently and what your people experience as a result of that. 
but in order to do that we need to understand those people really well. So you would have seen the question in the journal or the prompt in the journal that was what self-care practice or self-care or self-love practices do your people enjoy and how do they practice taking care of their mental, emotional and physical well-being? So that question might seem a bit silly at first, but it's such a good segue into understanding more about what they value, what they believe, and what they're wanting to hold and experience more of in their lives. So we could jump from my boring demographics and facts to this. Exercise classes a few times a week. Acquire coffee in the morning before attending to their child being in the garden, working on their vegetable patch, going on walks in nature or big parks, having picnics, even if it's in their back garden, hair washing mornings that don't feel rushed, gathering with loved ones around a cheese board and a yummy cab salve, or in-person classes or workshops developing a tangible skill. So, I mean, I surprised myself when I wrote out that list also, but there are things that when you can dive in a little bit, do a little bit of research and snooping of um, people that you've worked with or people that you find online that you want to work with, you would very probably see these things, and not these things in particular, but you would see activities and experiences and practices and rituals that they're sharing with you know the world because that's how we do social media now and um, you would be able to take from that certain things that even if they don't perceive them to be um, self-care or self-love practices you would know that's how they're pouring into themselves or those are experiences that they really enjoy because they are talking about them and they're doing them so I would encourage you to go, like I said, snooping, speak to people that you've worked with, speak to colleagues and peers, and just go have a look around at people um, that you found online that you were, first of all, like, oh, wow, they're really awesome, or I would love to work with people like that, or I would just love to meet more people like that and be in a community that's infused with those things, and start picking up um, and writing down experiences, practices, and rituals that you see come up for them. So this is how we can already develop a richer understanding of a person by identifying certain practices. All right, so th this doesn't really have much to do with, uh, well, we don't understand fully yet like values, but you can see um, you have a deeper understanding just from writing down activities. So there's so much to work with within that. And when we move from viewing them as individual practices or experiences into understanding each within the context of the others, we can start identifying values and understanding what they believe and what experiences they want to have more and more of in their lives. So how can we take those things and develop that into a deeper understanding? If we look at that list and we looked for some common denominators or threads linking practices or activities, we could see that quiet time alone to consolidate thoughts or process information is important in the quiet coffee in the morning, 
um, you know, in-person classes or workshops or exercise classes a few times a week. We could see that being in nature is important. Moving their body through intentional activities would be important. Gathering around food is important. Quality times with ones that they love. Creating a feeling of calm. Being able to feel present in a task. Cultivating a positive and loving relationship with their body. Making space for quiet moments. Being part of a community gathering around a common goal or interest and developing skills that fall outside of work-based tasks. So, I mean, that list is really extensive already and <laughs> you can see they're all things that come from the list of practices or experiences. Um, and they're kind of the values that uphold those things and are the reason that any of them make their way into the list. They could just be, you know, one or the um, self-care practice could be a combination of a few of those values. And it basically serves to fill those needs within themselves. I realize that this is a, <laughs> a very complex topic and I hope I'm explaining it in a way that you can understand. So while this isn't exhaustive and I really want you to understand that it doesn't mean that you are supposed to meet all of these desires or share all of these values or want the same experiences. And it also doesn't mean that your business is in some way required to meet everything from that list. Developing this intimacy isn't about ensuring you're able to be a one-stop shop that meets all of their needs. It's about understanding how rich and complex your people are and curating amazing brand experiences that create lasting connections while building community. So I do want you to keep that practice in mind and go through it and I will Oscar, <laughs> and I will walk you through the rest of the um, training. So after you've been through that practice or considered what self-care or self-love practices and experiences they enjoy, I want you to get into uh, developing a bullet-pointed list of who they are, what their interests are, what their situation looks like, and how you can overcome or accommodate this. This is in the PDF. So I'm just going to go through them really quickly. Who they are is going to just be um, some points around their energy, their roles as they relate to other people, their career, what they need in their lives as it relates to you as a business owner, but also beyond that, what they want and what they value, which you would take from the exercise that I have just outlined. Uh, what doubts or anxieties they may have, and what their personalities are. You're going to be able to extract the bulk of this information from the journal. Then I want you to write up a list of what their interests are. So this is as it relates to your business, but also their lives. These are also going to be able to come from the journal, but a mix of the um, values exercise as well. Then I want you to consider their situation. What are their barriers to entry? Which basically means what is going to prevent them from working with you and how, what could stop them from becoming clients or customers? 
So these are things that are going to make them feel um, hesitant to you know book you if you are a service-based business or going to keep the product on their wish list instead of checking out um, checking their cart out if you are a product-based business and I want you to consider what those things could be and then I want you to think about how you can either overcome or accommodate those things so what would you need to address what would you need to talk about to educate them on and encourage them to do in order to go from, let's say, you know, um, a warm lead to someone who is ready to book or buy? And what do you need to share with them in order to make them feel comfortable and confident in your work, your processes, your skills, and importantly, your emotional benefits? From those bullet points, I want you to start fleshing them out into details and writing up a little bit of a story about these people. So I always suggest using real life examples if you have any to draw from, but you could also use critical thinking and how you perceive their situation based on any conversations that you've had or based on information that you've gathered from doing some online research about them. What do they say they want and need? So these are things that they say they're struggling with or what they've been looking for services or answers around what you would help them get, do, or be through your services or products. So these are things that they actually want, the core struggle and the emotional benefits of working with or buying from you. So perhaps I can give you an example here. If someone comes to me, they say that they're looking for, you know, visual branding or a logo. For example, like someone comes and they say they want or they need a logo for their business. Um, but what they get would be a full visual branding system that they can implement across the board, as well as a deeper understanding of how they can connect with and convert an audience that they love. So that would be more in line with what they actually need um, but perhaps they don't realize that they're going to get and what they think they need is just a logo but a logo doesn't solve the big problem everything else works towards creating a solution for the big problem or the big struggle that they're facing how do they feel uh, when considering this I want you to think about whether they're ready to work with or buy from you right now it's not a good idea to base all your marketing and communication around people who you would have to convince for a very long period of time that they need you. So how can you find the harmony between warming up an audience and also speaking to the folks who are ready to make a hire or a purchase? What do they feel? And then how do you want them to feel now? And what do you want to help them get, be, or do? What will they feel then after working for, with you? And what is your desire for them? 
Consider also last week when we discussed the future you want for yourself and for your people. What they want or need to hear. If you think about where they are, what they say they want, and what you actually help them get, be, or do, what do they need to hear from you? What would help them understand what you do, how it impacts them in a real and tangible way, and what the big results or benefits are of working with you? I want you then to be able to feel comfortable in putting all of it together to create a story of these people. So there really is no right or wrong way here. It's just taking those points and details and fleshing it out into a bit of a narrated story of these people. So we're going to get into all the details of who they are, what they do, what they struggle with, dream about and aspire to the kinds of company they keep, where they shop and why they shop there. This is important because we want to know what kind of brand experiences they enjoy, how they connect with you and why they decide to work with you or buy from you. This is important because it gives us some more information on how what you, how, what you, how you do what you do differently. <laughs> and also the big results or emotional benefits of your work or your products. Think about your own experiences as inspiration here. If you've been a client, why did you decide to connect with someone? Why did you decide that you wanted to hire or purchase from one person in particular? This is really important because it's very likely that we've created um, connections and relationships that result in a, a purchase or a hire. It's not just one um, quick interaction or experience. It's the long-term experience that usually counts. And if you think of your experiences as a client or a customer, what really sold you? What did that experience look like? What was it filled with that you enjoyed? What reservations did you have and what reservations do you foresee your people having? How can you or do you accommodate them in those reservations and how do you remove the barriers to entry to make sure that they feel confident and comfortable hiring you or making a purchase? What benefits do they experience long and short term? And what and how do they feel once they work with you or buy from you? So think again about the future that you want them to experience and how you want them to feel when they are moving through your brand experience. And how do those benefits manifest in their lives? Um, what the... I want you to think about after you've gone through these prompts and the values-based exercise, were there words or terms or phrases that popped up frequently for you 
did you see a sort of recurring theme that you felt was important perhaps in how they feel or how they want to feel or what they're trying to create more of in their lives? And was it, you know, related to activities or philosophies or feelings? What words or phrases speak to what they desire and value and who they are? Also, were there any words or phrases that you felt like you should be actively avoiding when communicating with them? Was there something that came up in your understanding of them where you felt that they would not resonate with something in particular or there would be a certain barrier to entry that would be hard for them um, as in uh, would be a hard no or a hard line to cross because this would put them off or would not resonate with them or would conflict with their beliefs and values. Next, I want you to consider what a client board would look like. So this is a fun visual exercise. And while this program doesn't um, result in visual branding necessarily, it is supposed to give you an excellent foundation on which to build up your DIY or your professional branding because it gives you um, the... Uh, strategy obviously which you can use is the plan but it also gives you an understanding of who your business is targeted to and once you understand those people you can understand what um, visually they are drawn to what experiences they enjoy so this is one of this is a fun little exercise where you can start thinking about your brand and your business in a very visual way it would be fun if you started collecting images that you feel visually represent who these people are, what they look like, what their environments look like, what they value or enjoy doing. So those um, self-care and self-love practices and experiences, the feelings that you want them to feel. So imagery that really captures that feeling or emotion, the future that you want for them to experience and where they are in their lives. This isn't, this is like a complete enrichment exercise. So I don't want you to feel pressured to do this now, but if you started now and you could continue collecting images until you felt like you were able to make a board, you could narrow them down to six images you feel best represent your people and style them on a digital board using something like Canva, or Adobe XD, those are both free um, applications. And you could just play with images, placements, and colors so that if at this point already you wanted to start refining your uh, visual messaging on your um, website and your marketing media, you're able to do that. If you want to share any um, of your imagery or you want to share uh, your board or ask advice or um, just get excited about this of course you're welcome to do that on um, the text group at any time or if you want to bring them to the call you're welcome to do that also all right so that wraps up the training on your people it was a long very long and juicy one um, 
So I, I hope that you're excited about who your people are and your understanding of them. If you have any questions around any of these exercises or prompts, I know it is not like a simple um, quick task to do and I know it's very nuanced so you're welcome to bring any of those queries to me and I can help you uh, work through them or understand how they relate to your business a bit better. I'm so excited, thank you so much and I can't wait to chat to you on the group call.